Welcome to the Good, the Bad, and the Obscure podcast. I will be your host, Daniel Obscure, and welcome to the episode. If I were to ask you to name a horror anthology film, which one would come to mind? Creepshow? Trick or Treat? Or even Twilight Zone the movie? To me, those are all great choices. But for this episode, I'm going to do a deep dive and talk about the 1990 film, The Willies. When I was a kid, I saw Creepshow 2 for the first time and became a fan of horror anthology and even short films. Now, I'm not going to say that films like Creepshow 2 and The Willies are top-tier horror, but I will say they were simply fun horror with memorable monsters. The Willies isn't like your typical anthology with three or four tales. Instead, it starts with three very short stories, and I look more, that remind me more of like an urban legend, and then go into two longer stories that have a kind of a wraparound story with three boys who are camping. This film actually opens up with three boys camping outside in their yard as they decide to tell scary stories. One of the boys is played by the great Sean Astin, and they do a nod towards their towards his previous film, The Goonies. Now, wait, wait, wait a minute. This isn't that dumb story about the time you and your friends found that pirate ship in an old cave? No, it's better than that. What? The first short story that they end up opening up with is Tennessee Fricassee, which is about an overweight woman who buys some chicken, and one of the pieces turns out to be a fried rat. The second short story is called Haunted Estate, which is about an old man who dies from fright while riding through a haunted house ride. Please watch your step and enjoy the... And for the third one, it's called Poodle Souffle. This is actually one of the more gross ones. But it's about a woman who goes to dry her poodle in a microwave and then ends up blowing up into like a gory mess. It's pretty gross. There we go. You're all done. For me, those three are really a lot of fun and very campy and corny, but really this whole movie is kind of like that, but those are really a lot of fun, especially since they're like urban legends. But they do kind of get you set up for the next two tales in this uh, anthology. 
And uh, the first one of the t of the two longer ones are it's called Bad Apples. If I was a young boy named Danny who is struggling at school as he deals with a very stern and mean teacher, as well as some bullies. He ends befriending a custodian who empathizes with with him. And at one point, the boy goes to the bathroom and ends up running into a monster, and it scares the piss out of him, quite literally. And he thinks it killed Mr. Jenkins, so he goes running back to class, and he tells the teacher, but she doesn't believe him. She just believes, thinks he's crying wolf. The teacher then forces him to go back into the bathroom with her. From there, it gets really bad because the monster starts attacking all those who treated Danny badly. Is that your monster? That is just a bunch of protecto sheets. There is no monster in here, just vandalism. You young people today, you have no sense of responsibility. You just think because this is not your bathroom, you can just come in and throw things right and left, and somebody will come and clean up after you. Where is Mr. Jenkins? He should be cleaning up this mess, not me. Dora Titmarsh did not get a degree in education to be cleaning up toilets. Monster indeed. You probably made this mess yourself. Young man, when I am speaking to you, I want you to look at me. What are you staring at? After Danny runs away and it's revealed who the monster is, it's actually the janitor all along. And from what I've gathered, he actually goes from school to school and does stuff like this. Alright, now we're on to the last story, which is the longest one of them all. I think it's around 45 minutes or so, 40-45 minutes. And it's called Flyboy. And it stars Michael Bauer, who played Donkey Lips in the classic Nickelodeon show, Salute Your Shorts. Now in this story, it follows Gordy Belcher, played by Michael Bauer, who is an odd kid who is obsessed with flies and does all sorts of weird stuff with them in his basement. At times, I kind of want to feel bad for this kid, but honestly, he's kind of a jerk. He's rude to his parents, he's rude to everyone at school, and he's especially rude to this farmer who keeps stealing manure from. After being kicked out of school for purposely feeding a girl cookies that flies in them, kind of make it look like it was like, I guess, raisin cookies. He goes back to steal more manure from the from Mr. Spivey. But instead of punishing him, he ends up giving him the special manure for his flies. Can I go now? Yep, you're free to go. Oh, wait a minute. Don't forget this. What's that? This is a jar of Spivey's own miracle manure. Only this batch is real different. You see, I mix this up special just for you. Yeah, I put in a few extra heapings of my uh, secret ingredient. 
So whatever you're using it for, it'll work extra good now. Why are you doing all this? Well, let's just say, I hope that this token will solve our differences once and for all. And if I ever need to come back for more? Oh, I don't think you'll be needing any more. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. I gotta go. Gordy, not knowing what it can do, if he uses it for his flies, still ends using it. Well, it doesn't work out for him because Imp's turning the flies into like human size and basically they get revenge for him for what he's done before. And like what he's done before with pulling the fly's wings off, well, they decide to rip his arms off. And it honestly was one of this, like one thing that freaked me out as a kid, that scene. Because, and it also gave me nightmares. It never went away. Like I always remember that one. Anyway. This, this film ends up with the boys in the tent, and I won't give away what happens, but I didn't see it coming. Overall, this is a pretty cheesy film, but in a more fun way. It has some pretty good special effects for how low the budget was. You could easily show this to a kid, maybe 10 years or older, and they'd be able to handle for what this film has to offer. Granted, some kids nowadays have probably seen even worse. It very much doesn't take itself seriously and that's the way you should go into seeing it if you decide to see it for the first time. Sadly it's only been released on DVD and is now out of print. Luckily it's not too expensive to buy so you can easily get a hold of one. I hope you guys enjoyed this review and come back for more reviews of other horror films and other horror content. Our ghouls are aware of your presence and have decided to meet you personally.